everyone, and welcome to the roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter in automotive lending and leasing. It is Monday, January 8th, and I'm Amanda Harris, joined by Riley Wolfbauer. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending January 5th, 2024. In Power Sports News, manufacturer Messino Group filed a $25 million initial public offering in December to fund growth, the launch of new product lines, and the diversification of the group's supplier base. Massimo offers financing through third-party lenders such as North Point Commercial Finance and Automotive Finance Corp, as well as funds promotions for its finance partners to provide rates as low as 2.99% in online pre-qualification. Massimo is aiming to enter the top-tier band in the power sports industry in line with companies such as Polaris and Yamaha by launching new UTV and ATV models, opening new distribution centers, and hiring additional staff. The group will use the IPO funding as well as external funding sources. In a compliance update, the Federal Trade Commission has extended the comment period for its proposed rule targeting fees it deems unnecessary or excessive to February 7th. The rule, among other things, requires that businesses disclose the total price of an item or service, including all fees or charges a consumer must pay. More than 50,000 comments were garnered on the rule as January 2nd, though less than about 50 comments were related to search terms such as auto, dealer, and car. In auto news, after Tesla cut prices, a smaller portion of Model 3 and Model Y sales were released in the fourth quarter, a decline that suggests the EV maker may not be offering attractive leasing rates to consumers, according to Jefferies. In auto finance news, fewer EVs actually qualify for the 7500 tax credit following new rules effective January 1st that exclude vehicles using battery components produced by Chinese manufacturers. The move prompted automakers such as General Motors and Hyundai to offer $7,500 incentives for certain EVs. General Motors is offering the incentive for the Electric Blazer and Cadillac Lyric, which are no longer eligible for the tax credit following the changes. GM Chevrolet Bolt EV and EUV remain eligible for the full tax credit. The company is also working to produce EVs in line with the new requirements and expects all remaining GM electric vehicles under the price caps for the credit to be eligible in the coming months. Dealers also received more time to report EV sales that qualify for the tax credit to the Internal Revenue Service, given that the rule also now allows consumers to receive the tax credit discount at the time of sale. Dealers now have until January 19th to submit reports regarding the sales that took place between January 1st and January 16th. In other finance news, Citizens Financial Group is set to kick off 2024 auto asset-backed securities issuance with a prime deal this month. Santander Consumer USA, Southern Auto Finance Company, and Global Lending Services are also expected to come to market with subprime deals. Lower interest rates could boost issuance volume this year, with banks expected to increase their issuance amid rising deposit costs. Lower interest rates and low employment also drive economists' prediction of a soft landing in 2024, and Riley has the details there of what they said. So, Riley? Yeah, so... To everybody's, I guess, uh, positivity, um, the outlook on 2024 is much brighter for the economy than it was in 2023. Um, going into 2023, most economists that we spoke with or any of you out there most likely spoke with um, would have said that we were looking at a recession in 2023. But luckily, we never quite got to that recession. Uh, in combination of the Fed curbing inflation, getting it down to 3.1% as of the end of November, in combo with unemployment rates remaining low. Um, it's It's been a very good 
year for the economy to then go into a soft landing in 2024. Uh, Jonathan Smoke, Senior Vice President and Chief Economic Advisor at Cox Automotive, described it calling it a Goldilocks environment, saying that when you have this full employment and above average wage growth and inflation is less than income growth, it gives us a good environment to as well as demand uh, sustaining as well. It gives a good environment for a soft landing in 2024. Um, on top of that, it's after the Federal Reserve's last meeting on interest rates, uh, they held them steady and indicated that they plan to, or if all conditions remain the same, they intend to lower interest rates going into the second half of 2024. So given that, uh, that opens the door a little bit more for lenders to get a little bit more, I guess, quote unquote, aggressive in the market. Not so much aggressive, but to open up the books a little bit, open up lending. And on the other hand, it also positive for uh, consumer credit health as well. So if consumers can have access to those loans, they can then improve their credit health and put themselves in a better financial position, which then leads to just a better, healthy economy across the board. Um, given all that, looking ahead to 2024, um, consumers didn't fully get out of the woods and avoid, like, they still face pressures in 2023. Uh, we saw delinquencies rise. We saw net charge-offs rise a little bit, but not at the same rate as delinquencies. Uh, so consumer spending also continues to remain uh, much stronger than anticipated. So given all this, it seems that the economy is in, in a good position to hit that soft landing and uh, we might be able to have a, a pretty positive 2024 across the board for lenders, consumers and uh, the entire economy. Yeah, definitely. And we know interest rates are going to be the main kind of driver of, of everything in our industry as well. I mean, talked about it with the issuance levels potentially going up on you know the capital market. So that's another piece of this. As affordability gets a little bit better, hopefully we might see, you know, sales do a little bit better than they have been. Um, yeah, so definitely some positive notes there headed into the rest of this year, but we'll we'll just see what happens. <laughs> and, you know, we'll see how that plays out. So, but that about does it for today's episode. Uh, thanks for joining us on the roadmap and be sure to follow us on X, formerly known as Twitter and LinkedIn. And we will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.